Vomit in your head. Season two. I love, I love your vibes tonight. Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Morgan. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and high-quality high audio. audio. That's the app pod promise. I'm coming to you today, Samantha, with a little bit of a stuffy situation. Got a little <laughs> bit of sinus head yes. uh, outdoor air journey oh, yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah, we've delayed recording a couple days because I was on my deathbed. Uh, but I'm like starting to feel better. It's just I'm going to be a little scratchy today. It's yeah, fine. It's it's, it's a fine. little bit more of a scratchy episode. Yeah. It's also a more morning time. Even though it's afternoon, I still feel like it's a morning recording. I woke up less than two hours <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, there it is. So it's still <laughs> my morning. I fully because I. My lovely husband got me some some drugs. I got some like mucinex stuff. Yeah, yep. Yep. And. uh to help with all of this <laughs> in the general area <laughs> yeah and so uh i've been taking like the nighttime stuff for the first time wow wow she works it yeah. works really well like mm-hmm. i slept straight through i do have an internal alarm clock i've realized but i am very good at hitting snooze on that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. can hit snooze multiple times mm-hmm. but today i did set an alarm because we were podcasting and i fully slept through that i think i turned it off in my sleep i love that though because it was definitely off your body had different plans it sure did we are sick and (laughs) we are taking our extra time yeah and i Mm -hmm. i pushed her a little bit yesterday Mm -hmm. because it was like i don't love sitting and it's hard for me to sit and relax and i'm not good at it but i'm practicing and so after like being sick and taking care of my body and fully being out cold like all of thursday i think it was you said you went the line that you said a few days ago was you went from your deathbed to your death couch yes to Mm -hmm. my death couch (laughs) i thought i was gonna hang out with my husband he's like oh yeah you want to hang out yeah i do and then i fully fell back asleep it's fine (laughs) um but yeah so then yesterday it was saturday and i was finally like oh we're gonna do this and so i spent eight hours outside gardening (gasps) I had a little habit day. Wow. I loved it. It was so fun. But then that aggravated my allergies. <laughs> you spent all day breathing the outside <laughs> air that is currently a little bit smoky. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because that was why I got sick in the first place. Because we're getting all this smoke from Canada. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Canada. We love you. Oh, I hope you guys are okay. I can like imagine how bad it is there. No, it's yeah. like we're getting it it's and it's making me thick. feel like this. Mm-hmm. It's nasty. Yeah. So collective, collective yeah. mucinex dose for everyone involved with sinus journeys right now. Yeah. It's this time of year is just a nightmare with not only the pollen and the ick. Yeah. But now with this new variable that it's like, OK, yeah. here we go. I don't know if we have any listeners in Canada. If we do, uh, if you're listening to this and you live in Canada yeah. or are Canadian, Prayers to you. Yeah, for sure. I hope you're okay. Mm-hmm. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. I love the Morgan. No, here's the thing. So bear with everyone. So bear with. That's your voice is so 
interesting tonally. And so I spend a lot of time listening to us talk as editing Samantha taps in and listens to. So sometimes it's really fun when your voice is just a slightly different flavor. It's like, ooh, ooh, we have a little bit of just, um, what's the word? Mm-hmm. Immediately I wanted to say husk, but that was just, it's it's, but it's not husky. husky. It's just like a little bit of a raspiness, a little bit of dryness in yeah. the back. And like, while I know that it's a painful journey, pressure, yeah. whatever. It's something fun. It's kind of like, okay, so have you seen this episode of Friends where Phoebe gets a cold and then her voice, her singing voice gets so much better because she like has this deep, husky, (laughs) sexy voice and she's like super into it. And so everything she does, she's like, oh. It's just way down here. Smolika, Smolika, what are they feeding you? Smolika. Yeah, so like (laughs) she just gets really into herself and then she loses her cold and gives it to Monica. And so then she's like trying to get her cold back and like licking bowls that just being really in Monica, like (laughs) stuffing all of her. like used tissues in her pockets it's so gross as yes i'm getting flashes of scenes from that episode yeah. of oh gosh so yeah, i just kind of feel like sick again i've got some like phoebe energy yeah this is in uh in my other world where we have mid- mid-roll ads or patreon content this would be be excuse me where i would just be like okay we need to record all of our ads today with mm-hmm. your dark voice just way down <laughs> yeah. here. Hey there, ad pod listeners. This is the low key learning voice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> low key learning. <laughs> so Sam, it uh, we have some things in the sky to talk about in our intro. The as sky. we you know, stated to our <sighs> listeners, like we're in a new sign right now. This guy's bullying us and things are happening. The moon is doing things yeah. all the time. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about um some some your favorite thing, body parts. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> sign are we in now? We are currently in cancer. So get your crab hands crab. out. Yeah, we both did that at the same time. <laughs> um my I'm just going to tell you, too. My niece slash goddaughter, unofficial goddaughter, she, Joel's goddaughter, she does the cutest crab walk I have ever seen. Uh (laughs) She does it sideways. Like, I remember the crab walk, like, when you'd be on your back. Yeah, and and you'd have your hands kind of behind you and on the floor. No, hers, she just squats, and she's sideways, and then she walks sideways. She scuttles (laughs) sideways and, like, pinches her hands together. Scuttles. Oh, my God. It is so cute. So we do that to each each other when we when we see her and sometimes joel and i will just do it in our house yeah here let me stand up and do it so you can get a full okay. picture All right, it's great. like this okay do it when you're sitting too we'll put a photo let me get one more just uh one two three and crabs <laughs> she's the cutest crab walk so oh precious that's exciting uh crabs yeah so cancer this is also a sign that as a aquarius I always was like, oh, cancer. Like, I know it's named cancer for a reason because it's from, you know, languages and roots and Latin and Greek and whatever. But I'm just like, oh, cancer. So crabs, you guys, let's let's find out our birthdays, our sun sign mm. dates. Tell me everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Are you ready to learn? I'm ready to learn. <laughs> crab. Crab, 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 crab. Uh, sun sign dates, June 21st to July 22nd. Mm. The planet is the moon 
she's a bully. Oh my gosh, it's like extra emotional uh. sign then. So that's the thing is that like right <sighs> now too, it was also a full moon in our time yesterday or this morning nope. or whatever. Um, and third. we need to okay. Yep. Yeah. We need to talk third. about it because um I'm I'm putting a pin in that. We're gonna talk about the moon. I but, got the moon. Oh, Don't worry. Great, great. We're gonna talk about the moon. Uh so planet is the moon. The element mm. is water. The modality cardinal. That's still a big question for Samantha. What does that mean? What's modality? That's for some low-key learning in the future. I don't uh, understand. Body parts, chest, stomach, intuitive and sensitive, but grounded in reality. Cancer the crab is able to move seamlessly between the watery realm of feelings and the earthly world of material conditions. Concerned with family and strong relationships, cancer likes to make friends deeply rather than widely. If you have a cancer friend, you likely have a friend for life. This might all seem very sweet, and it is. But remember, crabs have claws, and they will protect themselves and their loved ones ruthlessly if they feel they are threatened. Cancer values comfort, commitment, and consistency. Even if they are not always so consistent themselves, ruled by the moon, cancer is prone to mood swings and can be sensitive to subtle changes in their environment. Mm. Now, I remember reading this before on the pod, and I think that it was perhaps uh, one of our adjacent siblings or siblings-in-law that we know mm. is a cancer. Well, let me tell you who's mm -hmm. a cancer. Yeah. Remus is a cancer. Remus. He's the cancer we spoke of. He's the cancer. <laughs> he is yeah. our close friend. His birthday was last week. On the 28th of June. Happy birthday, Remus. Happy birthday, Remus. And how old is he? He's 11. Oh, I know. It's so cute. I know. <laughs> how did you guys celebrate the day? What was his experience on his 11th birthday? You know, we didn't do much this year. Mm -hmm. We we did throw him. I have thrown him birthday parties in the past. Yes. Like he, Correct. Like he has had birthday parties <laughs> where like my family has come over to my home and we have sung happy birthday to my dog. And he's had a little candle. Oh, it makes me so happy. <laughs> like mm -hmm. a pet food cake. Mm -hmm. uh, but we we kept a low key. We kept a low key last week. It was hot. The air quality has been bad. Mm -hmm. um, so that was the day that like I caught all the sickness. It was on Wednesday. And yeah. so like I had errands to do in the morning. I came home. We just, you know, like cuddled and stuff. Hung out. Mm -hmm. And then I went to my deathbed. Yes. <laughs> I also didn't know him like I didn't get him on his birthday mm -hmm. and so like we also celebrate his gotcha day which is in September oh. and so mm -hmm. that's also super cute which yeah. is the same day as my sister-in-law's birthday so it's like double exciting oh, for our family double exciting yes that's really cute yeah, so it's Aww. super cute Remus. yeah so Remus is a cancer that's how mm -hmm. we've read that before mm -hmm. yeah yep Wow, I do. Precious. That does that does ring true for him. I mean, dogs in general, right? It's like the adaptability, mm -hmm. the friend for life. Mm -hmm. Deeply, deeply, rather than widely. Deeply, deeply. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we do feel deeply. Yeah. Well, jeepers, yeah. that also makes a lot of sense too. That like the moon is their planet mm -hmm. because the moon 
And the moon's whole thing, right, is it runs our emotions. And, oh, yeah, look at that. Intuitive, sensitive, mm-hmm. but grounded. Grounded. He is my rock. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Concerned with family and strong relationships, obviously. Yeah. That's Remus. Oh, he's very, he is very sweet. But you have seen him when he, a stranger has entered his home and he like, he sounds the alarms. That's right. It's, Remus is a formidable opponent. Oh, yeah. And I feel very protected by him. He is. Yes. Well, and Shih Tzus were bred to essentially be alarm dogs. For I royalty. Didn't, I didn't know that they were alarm dogs for royalty. Yes. I thought that they were just lap dogs for royalty. Nope. Mm-hmm. Like, they actually, the reason, they are loud. Like, they're yippy. They can be. Yeah. And so, but that was for a reason. Like, they were meant to be alarm dogs. <gasps> they, yeah, Shih Tzus originated in China. And I read, when I got him, I read, like, a whole history of Yeah, Shih of course. Well, I'm like going to lean book once. No, while you tell me this low-key <laughs> learning, I'm just going to lean forward and look at Remus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, that was the whole thing was that Shih Tzus, they were bred as dogs for royalty and they lived in the royal palaces. And because they are yippee, they're just supposed to be alarm dogs. Like they obviously can't do anything because they're so freaking small. Like you could step on them. Yeah, but they would just alert. Teeny tiny. Yeah, his voice carries. His yeah. voice, we are aware when he is displeased. Yep. We are aware when there is something wrong. He is quick. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing. Yeah. So Who I, knew? you know, I like. A lot of people know. <laughs> try not like to yell at him when he's barking because that's what he's supposed to do. Dogs are supposed to bark. Yeah. And so like, you know, I try to give him just positive reinforcement and like, hey, thank you. We are safe. Yes. And like calm tones excellent job sir calm tones yeah excellent job sir Mm -hmm. thank you for letting me know someone's here Mm -hmm. (laughs) i do talk to my dog sometimes like he's the person he know he's a dapper gentleman (laughs) he responds yeah he seems to know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. we've been together a long time so in september it will be 11 years i was just gonna say how long and then i said wait officially (laughs) my just learned this longest relationship ever i guess not i have friendships that are older but you know you know, though, some cancers, this is deep rather than wide. It's deep rather than yeah. wide. Yeah. It's just a level of friendship. And mm-hmm. Remus, he's reached the top tier. Oh, he is It's the like the golden circle of best friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's oh, true. Well, happy 11th birthday mm. to our beautiful cancer, Remus. Yes. Happy birthday, baby. <laughs> Well, should we talk about the moon? Yeah, dude. I and what it's doing. I was want. Uh, let me tell you, night walks have been my jam because I oh. sun. This is quick. I sunburn oh. in fifteen minutes. Tell us. I sunburn in fifteen minutes. You are a delicate flower. I am a delicate flower, and sometimes I just don't want to put on sunscreen in the day. So, Eric and I have been doing night walks, and the last two nights we have noticed also because it's been hot and gross and icky here and so night walks it's like ooh breezy and summery and samantha doesn't get sunburned Um, but we have been noticing just how bright the moon has been and it's funny i didn't know that we were gonna i love when this happens i didn't know that we were gonna talk about the moon but i took pictures the other night too of the moon like last yeah. night, just standing around. And I was like, mm, I wonder how good my night camera is. It's not great, but yeah. it was good enough where I said, oh, would you look at that? 
Yeah, the moon. Let's talk about yeah. the moon because she's been lighting up the sky. Oh, Things boy. have been happening. Tell yeah. me everything, Morgan. I feel like emotions now are then doubly strong mm. because the moon is is kind of like, I don't want to say controls. It's like what influences our emotions. Is there some moon spice? Yeah. Just on everything? A little moon spice sprinkled everywhere. Yeah. Somebody may have like accidentally dumped it in the cat fella. <laughs> The moon spice. The moon spice is everywhere. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I love this podcast. Uh, it's so, yeah, it's like interesting that we're in Cancer, which is a particularly emotional sign. And then we're also nearing a full moon. So the full moon is on July 3rd. Which is tomorrow, tomorrow, as we're recording. Yep, we're recording on July 2nd today. Thanks to Morgan's delays. Ugh. So right now we're in a waxing gibbous. We're at like the top of the waxing gibbous, okay? So here is what our astrology deck has to say about waxing gibbous. A waxing gibbous is 75 to 90% lit, lit on its way to becoming full moon. During this phase, you should take advantage of the expanding energy and apply that towards letting go of anything that is holding you back. This phase is when you take matters into your own hands and consider and possibly adjust where continued expansion needs to take place in your life. People born in this phase are purpose-driven and care deeply about other people's well-being. Interesting, interesting, interesting. That's fun. Um, that, that's, I'm feeling attacked. Yeah. I'm feeling attacked. Yeah. How um, so? I'm feeling, Care to give expand me, on that? I need to touch the card. Yep, touch the card. Uh, you think about that I and I'm like just going to gonna read the, the moon card again. Okay. The moon, which changes zodiac signs every 2.5 days, shows our innermost emotional preferences, which are safeguarded in our hearts and rarely shared with others. Traditionally, the moon represents our relationship with our own mother and the way we nurture ourselves, as well as where and how we feel safe within relationships with others and with ourselves. Ooh. Uh, I'm feeling bullied by yeah, that. Yeah. It's with this card that I'm holding, just the part that it said. Yeah, waxing gibbous. During this phase, you should take advantage of the expanding energy and apply that towards letting go of anything that is holding you back. Mm. I just didn't like that, and yeah. I thought that it was rude. Do you, mm-hmm. Is that prevalent to your life right now? It's prevalent to my life right now in July of 2023. Yep. Mm-hmm. Correct. I Can you tell me about the card you just read again and what jumped out in it to you? Because yeah. that also... Sounded very rude. I know. Well, <laughs> the waxing gibbous is interesting because I am thinking about my own life mm-hmm. and how in the last like week, especially, has been a time in my professional life of a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some meetings discussing, hey, what are we going to do? Like where are our energies going towards? Intention. What's our intention? And so that's interesting that that's like waxing gibbous energy because that is literally what I've been doing without knowing it. Yeah. So that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, the moon in general. So I just, uh, I think it's interesting how 
The moon shows our innermost emotional preferences, which are safeguarded in our hearts and rarely shared with others. Like Mm. that, which I guess like that makes sense. You know, it's like the moon, nighttime, the darkness, like that's always, you know, throughout human history and storytelling, like nighttime has always been mysterious and a little dangerous, you know, unknown, secrets, 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 secrets. So uh, that makes sense to me. I did not know that the moon changes zodiac signs every 2.5 days. That seems really fast. There are too many variables. That's interesting. Working against us. Yeah. (laughs) And there's so much of astrology, which, you know, through this podcast, we will continue to low-key learn. But that's another thing I don't think we've explored a whole lot is like each day, like the sun is in a sign. No. That's wrong. Yes. Like the sun will rise in a sign because like our earth is continually moving. So that is right. Mm -hmm. So the sun will be in a sign and then the moon is always in a different sign Mm -hmm. every 2.5 days. And then there's because we're turning and the moon is turning Mm -hmm. and we're moving around the sun. So it's just all of that stuff. There's a lot of spinning. Yeah. Which then leads to a lot of changes and feelings in my body. (laughs) Why does everything feel so haunted? Why does it? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's because the moon is bullying us. It's true. I specifically, (sighs) uh, we're going to pop these on the Instagram, but in our text string, just check check out that moon picture. Just check out those moon pictures. They're not great. They're not great. Text it to me. But... They do exist. And I was like, look <gasps> at Ooh. that moon. That was last night. And I just said, she's up to something. This is cool with the beam coming out. Definitely post that one. She's being Wait, suspicious. I'm the poster. I'm going to hey, definitely post that one. Posting Morgan should definitely post that one. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, I love that. The Yay. hardest part about that was just standing still enough to actually get a <laughs> night shot. And so standing just there at night. It's also a night walk time. And yes. so Eric is standing about 10 feet away from me waiting because I have said, oh, hold on. The moon is so big. And of course, I'm just like, well, I have to tell Morgan. Mm-hmm. I have to tell Morgan on our podcast. The moon. Yeah. The moon yeah. Is so, so big. We uh, Pokemon snapped that moon and got some good points. Yeah. So. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Did anyone else notice the moon just looking at them this week? Yeah. These last couple days. It did. It, currently, it's holiday weekend of beginning of July. So let yeah. us know. If mm. you're listening in the U.S., 4th of July is coming, our Independence Day. Yeah. Everywhere so else, you go. it's just the beginning of July. It's just July. Yeah. Happy July, friends. That is also weird to think about. Like, sometimes I forget because I'm in America. Yeah. That, like, nobody else cares about these holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, Thanksgiving comes around yeah. and just, like, which is a bogus holiday anyway. <gasps> Bleep that out. Oh, my gosh. I, I sure have strong will. feelings about Thanksgiving, um, which we're not going to get into today because that's not what we're talking about. But I always think that's interesting where it's like, oh, other people don't care or maybe don't know about that holiday. Fourth of July. And, like, I was hey. adjacent to that on top of and not... In our centric little bubble that we are in in the circle. Uh, Remembering, I was seeing something about how it's like the equinox. And so right now fall is just like, or excuse me, um, Australia is going into like winter time. And like 
the cold months and everything. And sometimes it's just like, well, it's not summer everywhere, Samantha, but it is July everywhere. So happy July. Yes, (laughs) you're right. Because the equinox was June 21st. I love that you know that. Yeah, because that's the day of the sun. That makes sense. That makes look at that. There's some rhyme and some reason to Whoa. that stuff. Wow. Whoa. You know when you've been hearing things your whole, the whole time? The whole, you know when you've been podcasting the whole time and then you're like, oh, it's because of the equinoxes. The equinoxes, yeah. you guys. It's because of the equinoxes. And you know, that's another thing we haven't explored on this podcast. So let's put a pin in that one. Mm. I want to learn more about equinoxes yeah. and solstice. I don't have, turns out, about? my source knowledge is not there. I don't know. What do people do to celebrate the solstice? I'm very interested. In- yeah. We're we're going to have to do some low-key learning about that. Pinned. Um, Pinned. Autumn Equinox. Put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Sam, uh, it is a Best Buds week. It so, is. and I know we've been talking for a little bit, so should we take a stretch break Ooh, before yes. we get into our plants? Hydration station. Toot toot. Beep beep. Hey, AbPod listeners. Hope you're feeling groovy, and this episode is bringing a slice of nice to your day. Did you know you could follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scenes podcast pictures? Yeah, it's true. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. And we're back. Mm. feeling hydrated such hydration such stretching so it's best buds this week plants 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 great job so uh this month I am continuing to talk about my garden, <laughs> gesturing. Here's my garden. <laughs> this has been Hobbit summer for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I worked in my garden for about eight hours yesterday. First off, my forearms you have are wounds. all torn up. You have wounds from gardening. <laughs> I did some cutting back of my hydrangea, which required me because that, oh my gosh, that hydrangea that was there when we moved into this house about four years ago and it is a beast we cut it down to the ground every single fall and it pops back up full bush it's just ready bigger and better than ever it's it's incredible and it is beautiful i personally love it and so i did trim back a bunch yesterday just so because it started flopping over into the path and i was like God, we can't get through. I don't know about hydrangeas. Do they have like thorns or anything, or is it just the leaves and the sticks? Because these are yeah. hydrangeas are big ball, white balls of yes. a bunch of flowers. Yep. And they're so pretty. They're so pretty. But I didn't know what level of weapon they had in no. their arsenal. They do not have weapons. Okay. It's just more like it was big, but then the thing that I did, which contributed to all of these wounds, <laughs> is I planted some of my hops <gasps> in the backyard yesterday. Oh, oh this and hops do have weapons. Explains <laughs> everything. Okay. Yes. And so that was partially why I stopped. I planted half of them. I bought six 
hops plants. I'm extremely excited because I, um, my husband and I, we love going to microbreweries and like we will travel and we'll go to breweries. Um, I always collect stickers everywhere we go. We typically get like a little taster glass with the logo if we can. And we have a little collection and display in our house. Mm -hmm. And so we're super into that. But then I also recently found out that hops, the plants, they're a vining plant and they are hardy plants. They survive in zone four, which we live in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they grow super fast. Like they will grow about a foot each week. Yeah. And so I am very excited because we just have like a boring wood fence and I really just want to spruce it up. And I figured I'd love for things to crawl up there or like hang things on the fence. So I bought six hops plants. Ooh, yes. And I've lined them on the back of the fence and I planted three of them yesterday. They have tiny little weapons tiny little defense weapons yeah because they're they're going real fast and trying to cling to as much as they can so it's like little spikies or yeah it's like tiny little spikies to help them grip onto things and they do oh my god it's incredible like it works it does actually work like (laughs) they will just start like and i don't know how they do it it's like intuitive but they will like start growing towards the fence and then i'll just see them and they're have done it or like there was one vine they do have wood stakes and so uh one of the vines had literally twirled like teeny tiny little curly twirls around the stake because they're like little small like half inch dowels they're not big yeah and so it was just these tiny tight little curls around it tendrils little plant tendrils yes really fun i think that's so interesting how just the plant is intuitive like that and it just wants to crawl and vine up things it's just got an arm up waving it around like all right what can i grab onto (laughs) just like this It's amazing. So that was where all of these came from was just like I did wear gloves, but turns out I should wear long sleeves as well when I'm handling my hops. Hops gloves. I do. I need a whole like hops outfit. Uh, But I'm very excited about them and they're going to be so pretty. I got, uh, what is it? Ornamental nuggets. And so like (laughs) the hops should be big. I don't know if there's something we can actually make beer for, but also like. I have no idea what that process is of like harvesting hops. Yeah, I don't know. Like Mm -hmm. drying them. I don't even know. But I don't know. That'd be cool. Like what if that's an option someday? What what if? What if? What if? I don't know. Your your fiance brews beer. So he sure does. Um I'll ask him sometime. Looking at you, Eric. Be like, what's up, dude? Yeah. Can you do with this? Do you want to harvest these hops over here? Can it be? What's the deal? (laughs) I don't know. So that was fun. Uh, but my main sharing today. Your main best buds? My main best buds. Uh, if you So it's technically not a bud, but it's a companion. Oh, okay. So that's really what we're talking about today. You know, Morgan, in our podcast that we created that is co-hosted by the two of us, I'll allow it. We make the rules. <laughs> um, so I do want to share. Oh, actually, this is a bud. So... Um, my garden, right? I'm learning to farm this year. Mm, suburban farming. <laughs> and uh, we've talked about my first round 
and how round one round one it was greenhouse yep it was oh that was before greenhouse okay no my first seedlings started in my basement basement yes so this is like yes this is now the greenhouse is phase two okay Mm -hmm. so this is we're still in phase two now um a lot of it perished (laughs) i tried some new (laughs) containers that did not work and i was like okay cool you don't work that's fine and now i know um but my marigold those seedlings uh my successful marigold harvest increased by 300 percent oh i had one survive in round one in little what do you call those plug plug things uh yeah little plug mm-hmm. containers the plastic oh, ones they're very cute yeah and tiny trees <laughs> this was incredible and i knew i really did it right because in round one the thing that i talked about was the roots the root systems were weak and i knew that as i pulled out plants and i was like this the ones that did survive as plugs i was just like oh no this may not do well in the dirt and a lot of them didn't survive yeah um but i knew that this one we did a good job because look at that marigold root system girl oh so it's roots are popping out of the bottom which is (gasps) what you want Mm -hmm. to happen because that's when you know like okay this plant is now root bound it's ready to plant it's ready to go out so it's being assertive i was really excited to see that yes i love that those two the the stems are kind of like a pinky like Mm -hmm. rosy pink it just the leaves are very aesthetically pleasing to my eyes wow congratulations on your marigold harvest thank you wow thank you 300 percent abundance 100 percent increase these marigolds i did plant in my brand new to me but actually handcrafted and refurbished palette vertical garden (gasps) oh 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 i finished it you finished it that (gasps) oh wow okay so explain to our listeners what has been going on with your vertical palette garden yes so for Mm. probably i don't know i've had this project for like six or eight weeks so Um, my husband brought me home some pallets from where he works (laughs) and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to do a fun project. So I started looking for different pallet projects I could do. And a vertical garden was interesting to me. So because again, I'm talking about our boring wooden fence. Mm -hmm. And so I made this vertical garden. This collectively i would say probably took conservatively 15 hours <laughs> that makes me so happy that's a conservative <laughs> estimate i would say 15 hours oh what fun so there was a lot of <laughs> new things for me yeah. a lot of things like my husband works around these things um like he knows how to take apart pallets he you know works a lot with power tools i have mainly worked in the realm of like uh, like paper crafting mm-hmm. tools and things and so I'm like all right so it's just like a really big paper cutter <laughs> it's just saw it's just a big one <laughs> it's a big paper cutter <laughs> and so I got to use a lot of tools for the first time I used how to you I learned how to use a circular saw and used our new saw horses from our wedding mm-hmm. I learned how to take apart pallets let me tell you that is hard work yeah Are that is just not together easy? It is not easy. Like, 
I used a crowbar. You've got to use a crowbar and like tap the crowbar and just lightly loosen everything until eventually it's loose enough where you can just pry it open. And then you've got to hammer out those nails from the other side. So you flip the board over and then you hammer them out from like the tippity pointy side because you don't want the nails you don't want the nails the wood, so you have to you can't destroy the wood coming yes. out so you have to kind of be gentle with it as you're taking it apart you do because oh. if you do it too hard mm-hmm. and too quickly you can split the board which i did a couple times yeah so um this is a nice quality palette too when you find a nice it was quality a really one, good palette oh my goodness so the yes. picture that i'm looking at is morgan's vertical garden that she's created but it's the palette part that you kept together but then it's created three shelves within it yes and so you have plants on the very tippy top in the middle and at the bottom and it's on what is it two stumps oh yeah is it on two stumps so i just put it on two stumps because i do really actually want to mount it to the fence yeah um but that is a whole other day's activity that i'm sorting through already some um perhaps herbs are there any herbs? Yeah. So there's a lot of things in there. There's, so the yeah. marigolds did go in there. Okay. Then I have a lot of herbs. And so I have a bunch of different lavenders in there. There Ooh. is two different kinds of sage. Mm. I have some thyme and basil. Basil. Here, basil. Uh, and then I also put in some on the very top there. Those are item uh, plants from round one of farming and so i took them out of their pots and put them into the palette and so we've got some greens on the left side and then the right side is some cilantro some cilantro and is that more basil i think it is it's lemon basil yeah Ooh, yummy. i always want to i always call it cilantro cilantro i know that's wrong but if you've ever seen Disney is Atlantis. You will think that's funny and laugh. So I'm just going to say it cilantro for the people out there who are going to catch that reference. So yeah, that was what I did and I finished yesterday. Yeah. I also learned that hammering things is hard for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Did you meet some new muscle groups that maybe you haven't touched base with for a while? It takes a lot. Like, Like it's just repetitive motion energy repetitive motion yeah and it's just more like i i have terrible depth perception (laughs) this is like why i was always so bad at softball or like going to baseball games kind of freaks me out because it's a fly ball and i'm just like where is it and it's nowhere near me but i can't tell yeah and so i think that's why hammering things is hard for me because you just have to hit the nail like repeatedly at the same angle and i'm just like all over the place like whack-a-mole man (laughs) yes and so like i was also working i decided to finish that at the end of my day and so then i was like it's like past six o'clock i am tired i've been outside all day i'm tired and so i got frustrated quickly but i'm like i have to finish this today it is not my goal so the front looks great the back is a little bit messy. There were some nails that I hammered in and then they just like wouldn't go. I, I think they even they may have like hit another nail that I had hammered from the front or something. And so then I would just hammer them 
down so that they just laid flat. And so, so it's like an L shape. <laughs> yes. yes. So there's mm-hmm. a few nails on the back like that. I'm just like, I don't care anymore. It's just get there. it. Yep. Yep. Um, That's some hammer schlagen energy. Just yes. like get it yes. in. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. And so we did that. But then it got more intricate. So like once I actually just got all of the boards where I needed them to be. So I measured and hammered in boards on the bottom, which are hidden. Because I thought that would look nicer. And yeah. it does, it does but it was nice. a little harder. Um, so I had to measure and like cut boards so that they could be in the base of each of the pockets because there are six shelves, like six little pockets. Yeah, six little compartments. Yep. And they're mm-hmm. all yep, they're all separated. And so I put those in and then I had to put my uh garden fabric in there your vegetable carpet my vegetable carpet mm-hmm. and your vegetable so carpet. i cut vegetable carpet and folded it and then like stapled it all in there so it's like a little basket nice yes so it still can have good drainage and everything yep. but the dirt will stay in there and Correct. everyone will be happy oh that's slick Correct. so that is what i did i am super proud of this project because i did it all by myself yeah every part of it and like my husband was there like, do you want my help? Like, I'll totally do this with you. And I was like, no, because I actually want to learn how to do these things. And like, I know it's going to take me a long time and I know I'm going to get frustrated. But like, I just want to know how to do this stuff. And so now that I have, I want to make two more. of <laughs> Yes. I was going to say, how unstoppable do you feel now? And what's your next project? <laughs> yes, I do. I do want to make two more of them uh, because I do have another great palette i have two palettes in the garage and i know you have also a couple palettes to give me and so we've been squirreling them away yes so i want to make at least two more and now that i know that i'm going to enlist my hubby and be like all right dude get the assembly line we're gonna yeah we're gonna split this up like he's also way better at prying the boards than i am he's like very fast and gentle with it because he, you know, he's just been doing that for years. He knows. He has the muscle memory of yeah. like, oh, I know that this is the spot for this board. And he, yeah, he is the finesse. Mm-hmm. He knows all the sweet spots. So I'm going to probably enlist him to like get the boards up and maybe also do some hammering because I just freaking hate that. <laughs> and then I also try to drill at points. And oh, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why it's so hard. Drills are hard. But the drilling was also difficult in the palettes, which I'm not sure why. It was it's just not drywall. I think that's what I'm used to. And so it's just like actual wood. It's dense. It's there's so much. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a whole different experience for me. It was very difficult. And I'm using an electric drill. And I'm just like drilling. I tried that a couple times after hammering was frustrating. And Definitely drilling in screws, totally stripping them. So they're never coming out now. They're completely stripped. And then I would pull the drill away. And on the tip, there are tiny little shavings all sticking out that have magnetized to <gasps> the drill. Because it's just the metal has been destroyed. Yes. And so now it's pulling it up. Because yep, I just stripped the screw <laughs> and then all of the shavings came out and stuck. So that looked kind of cool because then they're all just, you know, sticking out like a magnet and science science hmm <laughs> so yeah that was what i did and now some of my vegetables have a cute little home cute 
Yeah. yeah. So you said that you want to make two more. What are you going to put in the other two? I do. That's out. I don't know. I don't really have things to put in them. I was thinking, so I've seen people do succulents. <gasps> oh, that'd be cute. In yeah. their beds. Okay, and yeah, go, zone four. Like I they can survive the summer outside. They could. They could. They could. They could. It could also be a thing where like Maybe I pull them into the garage. Like, oh, we yeah. do have a heated garage. And they could lean against the... Oh, that's super smart. And then, like, you know, I could put a like a lamp out there with a plant light. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I yep. don't know. Possibilities. But... I like it. I You know what? I'm subscribing for more information. I'm going to stay tuned for... Yeah. So, <laughs> I haven't gotten that far. But also, mm. I'm like, hey, we'll see how the vegetables do in in this first one and like this is the trial year this is the trial year of seeing what's your system what's your system for vegetables yeah it's not anyone else's system you can see people out there telling you Mm -hmm. how to what's morgan's system correct like i'm you know looking on the internet seeing what people are doing Mm -hmm. but i've just like i've never worked with a vertical garden before i am not super familiar with vegetable carpet I haven't had a lot of experience with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so I know it's just like the thing in my way in my personal garden when I'm trying to plant stuff and then I hit vegetable carpet. Yeah. You have the to previous cut through owners it. that they laid down. So that's my only interaction so far with it. So like this is something where I don't know. I'm like, how quickly does it dry out? Does it like help keep things moist? I also doubled it up so that I was hoping that would like prevent a lot of drainage like yeah. things wouldn't go straight through gravity is working against it in yeah, this situation because exactly. usually vegetable carpet will keep moisture in there yes. but i think yeah you're correct because of how and with it being outside and the heat and everything I correct think two layers of vegetable carpet makes those a lot were of all sense. my thoughts and like mm-hmm. the wood pallet like the wood will absorb some of the water so that was my hope so i don't know it's like right now it's science it's an experiment like i've done things i've set up and now we just watch. You have and now your we'll go hy- out there every day. You have your hypotheses. You are you've created your experiment. Mm-hmm. And now we watch and we wait. Yeah. Thank you for the field report, Morgan. Yes. Best buds is about plants. Mm-hmm. And also just things that make us feel good, adjacent plants, nature, yes. also sometimes our pets. However, we can roll it in. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have a little bit of anxiety coming up to best buds because it's like Either I'm not feeling inspired or like, you know, the burst of creativity hasn't happened mm-hmm. yet. And we pace it long enough where it's like, oh, yes, I've, I've now found something. So a few weeks ago, I saw something on the Internet and I said, well, if all else fails, I can show Morgan this video. Mm-hmm. But not only do I have this video, I also have actual things I need to tell you about. But we still need I need your comment. I need your comment on this video. So here it is. Press okay. play and just press pause when you want to tell me your thoughts about it. Okay, we're on YouTube. There's a woman in a green dress. And we're going to talk about some uh, one woman's green thumb, apparently. Oh, there's so much. Oh. Huh. I love her energy. Oh, my gosh. It is like waiting. Oh, cute. So she's just. Yeah, pause she, it for a second and tell me what your thoughts are oh, so far. Oh, so there's, there's, it's a little, it looks like a little, um, like a cushion piece on the news, mm-hmm. you know, most of the it's news a feel is goody. just 
horrible things. But then every now and then they have something that's nice. And so this woman is a gardener and has been gardening for a long time. And she just likes to plant things and see what happens. <gasps> oh my gosh, is that an agave plant in her yard? It is an agave <gasps> plant. Oh in my gosh. She has a blue agave, which I have too, but they take 36 years to grow fully and bloom and then they immediately die. Or you can harvest them and you can make tequila. Uh, this is fascinating. Guess how long ago she planted this agave? 36 years. <gasps> oh my gosh. She looked out her window. That is incredible. Oh my gosh. And then it shot up 25 feet in the air. The blooms. I didn't know they were that big. So 25 the, feet in the air oh is how gosh. tall it grows Get out. And so the agave plant in general looks like it's about six feet tall because both of the two people, like the person who's being interviewed and then the interviewer, they're standing next to this plant and... They are not as tall as the plant. The leaves are huge. Yeah, the spikes. Yes. are that could kill someone. Yes, My but then goodness. there's a stem that go shoots up twenty five feet. This is glorious. Oh my gosh! So she just she's lived in that house for a thousand years, and thirty some years ago she planted her agave, and she's still there, and so she gets to see the bounty. Wow. Oh, it'll have yellow blossoms. That's interesting. That is absolutely incredible. We both have blue agaves, and I'm looking forward to 35 years from now. Yeah. I just, I <laughs> saw about that. A year old. And just also that woman's energy. It, it's just her energy and being like, well, it just, it's like part of the family. Wow. It's, it's like part of the family. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's called Woman's Front Yard Cactus. We'll post, I'll post Something. that on the Instagram. Oh, I'll repost it. Excellent. So that was like, I don't know, maybe 10 days ago when I was like, well, wow. if there's nothing else, we need to talk. How cool is, I had no idea that, because these agave normally are more Mexico. It's where tequila or how mm. tequila is made yep. with agave and mezcal exactly mm -hmm. but it's so cool because this plant was planted in georgia yeah and so it is successful in that climate as well and amazing i just think that that's really cool and who knew extraordinary can you imagine if you if she had moved away years ago and then for some reason the plant was there and the new the new owners just look out like honey <laughs> like dude <laughs> Something oh, growing if, in the front yard. If and when I move from this house, like there will be an addendum in our contract that says I'm taking these plants. Yeah. Like I'm going to harvest some of the plants off my property. I will be excavating these items when I depart. Yes. Like you don't get to keep these things yeah. because, but I love, yeah, her eight foot agave or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. That's coming with me. Um, But yeah, her whole gardening energy, I love. She said in the very beginning that she just plants things and doesn't really know when or how they'll pop up. She's like, it's a surprise. It's like Christmas. It's like and waiting for Christmas. I love that's such cute gardening energy because there's some people who are very meticulous and you know, they like do all the research. They buy the specific plants. They, you know, make uh, little diagrams and stuff of their garden and where they're going to put things. And the sciencey technical. Yeah. Bits. She seems like a much more whimsical gardener. <laughs> She's like, well, 
things will happen. We'll just see. We'll just it's find out. It's a party. Let's Ooh. pop it in the ground. Oh, thank you for sharing. That was delightful. So that's, yeah, that's a little nugget of nice that I found on the internet when I just needed a backup plan. But no, my fiance came to the you rescue. You have content for us. With some chaos for my general area. <laughs> oh, my love. See the pictures now. My Aries tornado. So I don't remember if I talked on the podcast about... Eric and his roaches once upon a time, but because we have a blue tongue skink, Eric low key, but also high key now has a roach farm in the basement that is Samantha doesn't want to see it. Samantha doesn't want to know where it is. Just it's in the dark corner and we're not noticing it. Mm -hmm. So Eric and I've already had conversations about him sneaking bugs into the house. And yet here we find ourselves. So a few months ago, as, as some of you know, Eric and I are preparing for our wedding, which is in the autumn. Mm -hmm. And so we've been thoughtful about the use of our time and things that we're doing and what have you. And Eric asked me, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago, like, hey, could could I get this bug activity and do this bug activity? And I had the Samantha moment where it's like, you could just say yes, Samantha, but no, we need we need to verbalize that. This is an ADHD moment of immediate gratification, and Eric also wants to just be a nature hobbit, and I respect and love that about him. We share that commonality. Yes, <laughs> and I love that about you both. That's um, just, mm -hmm. I love that. So I was like, no, you, not you can't do this, but like, can this wait until next year? That's mm -hmm. the, hey, is this a summer 2023 or a summer 2024 activity? Mm -hmm. So, uh. About a week and a half ago, Eric comes up from the lower level real excited, looking at his phone. He has a package delivery because he's, we're the chaos. I don't track packages. I don't, it's a surprise. It's like waiting for Christmas. I can't believe that. And I, Eric, hard for me. <laughs> Eric is, he knows how many stops away it is. He knows when it's walking up the driveway. And so he ran up from the basement like, uh, just like it was Christmas and Santa has come and grabs the packages and all of a sudden starts putting together like this pop-up enclosure. And then he pulls out a guide that's like, how to do this activity and then he starts pulling out little you know when you get uh condiment containers little plastic condiment containers oh, at yeah. like a restaurant it's like yep, with a little lid on it mm -hmm, little yep. lid on it and he starts pulling about 12 of those out and they're filled with tiny caterpillars mm. past samantha had a moment of like god darn it first roaches now monarchs but it has been so flippin cool to watch the whole process of the caterpillars coming in the little tiny container eric immediately needing to go out and buy 10 milkweed plants so we had mm -hmm. to like go on a journey somewhere order them ahead of time and he brought back 10 milkweed plants put them in the little enclosure and then opened up all of the containers and just put them at the base of each of the milkweed plants and all of the caterpillars just started chowing down. Mm -hmm. So I sent you some pictures. Yep. I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. um, check out these pictures because oh I I remember in like, ooh, maybe elementary school, my mm -hmm. class did Monarch Butterfly Journey Time. Yes. But I, I picked some of my favorites. Uh, some of them are Snapchats and some of them are just some action shots that I got of the wow. caterpillars. 
they just I I had no idea uh, how teeny tiny. Do you see how teeny tiny that one is on the leaf? It is so yeah, because you can see Eric's thumb in there. Yeah, it's and just it, so for small. the scale. It's so tiny, and then the picture afterwards, there's no thumb in it, but the leaf, like you can you have the context of just the leaf compared to the thumb. And so in the second one, you can see the caterpillar takes up most of the leaf and how much chunkier it's gotten. Wild. Yeah, they I, got from like a centimeter to an inch to an inch and a half. And wow. you can see, you guys, I didn't know how Sorry. much poop was involved with uh, caterpillars. And like, thank goodness, because what good bio circle of life journey, whatever, because wow, mm-hmm. they are real efficient fertilizer caterpillar distributors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so I just enjoyed seeing how many caterpillars I could fit in the photograph. And then like six days ago, they got huge and chunky and they started making their way to the top of the enclosure area. Mm-hmm. And this this reminds me of like a laundry basket I had in college. Like it's just a fold up, like pop yes. upable thing yes. that has a zipper so you can get in there, yep. but it's completely enclosed. So there's this fine mesh that the caterpillars started climbing up mm-hmm. and then they started cocooning. So we had a lot of fun watching the cocoonamorphosis. Yes. And then we noticed some caterpillars were cocooning in weird places. So on the side of pots and on the back of stickers and underneath leaves. Uh And so I have included just a whole plethora of uh, photos. And Eric and I did a count last night. Would you like to guess how many chrysalises currently can be spotted? We played I Spy. Okay. Uh, Are there 20? There are more than 20. Oh, 30? There are more than 30. Get out. How many? There are at least 40. Wow. I know. So you can see that a bunch of them, oh you can, gosh. they're all in different phases too. So some of them are sure. lighter, darker. Some of them are fresher. Yep. Uh, but we took a few moments to count and we saw the last caterpillar do its thing at least all the ones that we can find Mm -hmm. do its thing and so the milkweed is completely decimated uh but i've included a video at the end of it going from one phase into its next pupa phase and so it's just wiggling its skin off and being a caterpillar so there was just a lot of noticing the small movements of life Mm -hmm. (laughs) over the last week and a half um and then, oh, and then the last picture, I was on a walk this morning and I saw a butterfly and I thought it was oh, nice. Oh, that's very pretty. <laughs> nice. It wasn't it a monarch. for you. But I was just like, oh, yeah, it it sat in the sun. It was somewhere and I got out my camera and then it popped over to this spot and then it opened its wings and I was like, well, don't mind if I do, butterfly. Wow. So the monarchs are going to be hatching just in the next couple days. And so Eric has already had milkweed like ready for them to like hop on to because mm-hmm. apparently they, they gotta really, dry like, the their flowers mm-hmm. yep so that has been the bug Whoa. project the best buds bud bug project yeah uh so we became parents of 15 milkweed plants that are going to be going into our yard and hopefully they will attract yep. pollinators every year mm-hmm. and now that we're on this end of it i looked at eric and i said okay here's the thing 
I think we now have a spectrum. Like we have roaches on one end mm-hmm. and then like monarch butterflies on the other. Yeah. So, it's a big upgrade. Let's create a space where we can converse about what we want our bug goals to be. So I look forward to the next time that uh, I get to play bugs with my fiance. And to see how many of these monarchs make it and we get to set free. Yeah. Pictures to come. This is so cool. So I have been to your house a few times since Eric has gotten his caterpillars. So I have also had a ton of fun watching this because, yeah, I think I think it's like a pretty it's it's pretty standard in the American education system to do a unit with caterpillars like kindergarten grade school is like typically when that happens so you learn about you know the phases of life for the monarch and it's science course so this was really fun because yeah i have not paid attention to caterpillars right in probably 30 years i haven't seen a chrysalis (laughs) for 30 years yeah and so it what struck me and was astonishing is how quickly this happens because there was a day I was at your house and Remus was with me. So we were going in and out every few hours to the backyard. And so then I check on the monarchs and there would be a monarch who, you know, not a monarch yet, a caterpillar, you know, in the morning and I'd see a caterpillar like climbing up to the top. And then I'd go out in like it's J phase. Yes. Hanging out outside, upside down, just waiting. Yep. And it's just hanging upside down in a little J And then I'd go out three hours later and he is, you know, half three quarters of the way cocooned. And what also was fascinating to me, I'm so glad you included a video that we can share. (gasps) It wiggles. It wiggles. wiggles. I didn't realize that it wiggles and it sheds its skin. So like it sheds its skin as it cocoons. And so like. Talk about body rolls talk about body rolls my gosh (laughs) millennial kyle on tiktok would be so impressed if you don't follow him go follow him now he's great um so that was what was so interesting to me and i didn't realize that they literally shed their skin like as they are cocooning and so there's this little you know skin clump at the top that then they wiggle 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 and it just eventually falls off and goes down with the castings it's like shedding off a mini dress it's just like you get out of it and then boom and then once they are cocooned like yeah in that phase when it's just the the kind of more transparent lighter color and you can see all of the little forms of the cocoon it just keeps wiggling 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 like it's doing some work on the inside and then it turns that beautiful like sage color which is so hot right now Mm, so hot right now it's beautiful that cocoon that's what i like Mm. it's like the monarch cocoon color Mm -hmm. that chrysalis color yeah so hot right now color (laughs) it's so hot right now yeah chrysalis and gold really into it oh yeah it's a nice time Mm -hmm. yeah i love how shiny and golden the bits are Mm -hmm. on it too it's like little jewels so this has been the prettiest insect project that i've encountered recently so i'm pretty sure yeah watching watching all of them go out it was like all three of us it's like oh it's time remus needs to go outside and then eric would hear that we're going outside and so we all would go out together and go look look at the it just has been so fun to watch just life uh finds a way Mm -hmm. it's true it's true 
I love this. Thank you for bringing this onto the podcast. You have so much great content that I'm going to post to our Instagram. It's going to be mainly uh, caterpillars and chrysalises and lots of videos. Mm-hmm. Oh, the moon. There's there's some moon. There's video. Yep. There's the wiggling video. There's a lot of good stuff. Wow. Yeah. This I is so neat. Happy to do yeah some legwork for our Insta content. Mm-hmm. And mm, oh. I, you know. I had a photo shot, or excuse me, photo shoot uh-huh. with Maddie. I'm just going to send you a, oh, your kitty. a bonus picture okay. for our Patreon Please listeners do. that they can just know mm-hmm. that on the Patreon in the future and in this cut, you guys, mm-hmm. there's a really cute picture of Maddie that I think is important. I rearranged all of my plants mm-hmm. and then the sun shone yeah. and then Maddie was there and I was like, well, don't mind if I do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull it up and show you. Yeah, please do. I'm cutting all of this part and... out after our normal part. So oh, give me just no. a second. Patreon. So this is a great time, actually, while you're pulling that up, uh-huh. because I think this is the first mention on the podcast of our Patreon. You so guys. I'm just going to take a moment uh, to tell our listeners a little bit about that. Surprise. We are creating a Patreon. It's true. The rumors are true. The rumors are true. All the rumors are true. And so we don't have a launch date yet for our Patreon, but we will keep you updated. We are planning on having some additional content. Um, You'll be able to uh, contribute uh, monetarily to the podcast to just like help fund things currently we just pay for the podcast with our own money that's right come play with yeah. friends on the patreon so yes. we'll, we'll talk about that more in the future but i'm just dropping little nuggets into yep. our episode we're gonna start talking about it now because mm-hmm. we have been curating content and collecting special things doesn't she look so regal? she does that is beautiful and She's also gorgeous. with maddie and like all the plants in the background with the terracotta pots it just great for her coloring we needed to rearrange some energy this weekend and then maddie sat in front of it and i was like well okay then <laughs> don't you just look beautiful she really did she mm. and she knows when she looks hot like what is it about yeah. cats when they're just like oh, yeah i know i look real nice i know i look good i'm just real nice with the sunlight and the eyeballs mm-hmm. here for it that made me think uh i have a, a picture of remus that i will also put on uh the instagram but he needs to follow me wherever I go and so as I've been gardening outside he comes with me and he just likes to sit he's like a little baby deer yep he's like a little baby deer in the forest yep he chose to sit amongst the clovers and just made himself a nice little spot in the shade next to the lilac bush that's some good energy yeah he also posed for me in that picture and I was like look at you you know you're looking cute and handsome, you <laughs> cutie pie. You. Pets know. They're just like, yeah, well, get out your camera. Fine. Yep. Fine. I know. I know. Cutie. Well, Sam, should we wrap this up? We should wrap it up. This has been a lovely Best uh, Buds episode. I love mm. talking about our plants. It's the best. Buds. Oh. <laughs> Listeners, I hope you have a lovely rest of your week. Uh, if you have any stories about your plants, please shoot us a DM on Instagram, AquariusBehavior.pod. We'd love to hear about your plants. And if you have any stories that you'd like us to share on the podcast. Is the moon bullying you? Is the moon bullying you? I feel it in my bones. Yeah. I don't know. So this is us signing off this week and we'll talk to you next week. Love and abundance. Bye.